What is up, party people? <laughs> we are back with episode uh, four. Four. Of the Mike and Paul show yeah. with your hosts, Mikey P and Polly C. <laughs> is that still cool? Is that sound still cool? <laughs> I I don't think so. Anyways, we're bringing it back. If yeah. not, what's yeah. happening, people? What's going on, Mikey? Uh, yeah. We got another episode. Yeah, yeah. How uh, you doing? Yeah, not too bad. It yeah, was yeah. Uh, it's a sad week. Was that? I mean, I won. <laughs> well, but also my team is garbage. And I just faced a team that was more garbage than my team. So you're three and two and you're jumping ship. That's, season's yep. over. Season's done. It, okay. That's a wrap. Okay. Uh, Let me know when the, the, the fire sale starts on yeah, that roster. Okay. I can lowball offer you all day. Uh, okay. Three and two, my man. You know, yeah. it's still early. Uh, well, we're about a quarter of the way through the yeah. season. Yeah. I'm two and three. I'm yeah. no you, yeah. so I wouldn't give up yet. That's rough. It's all lines or farmer lines. Pretty much, yeah. That's the that's the how you get to success there, right? Just find all the lions players. Just find them all. Ugh. Not not usually. Swift's been doing well for me though. Yeah, that's he has. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Jamal Williams. How do, you, how do you feel about him still? I never know who to start between the two. Uh-huh. Uh, but I got both, um, and I, I think I'm just starting Swift from now on, because that's yeah. the play. What do we got on the docket for today? Okay, uh, some fantasy football talk, yep. definitely. Uh, but starting off with some news and notes oh. uh, and updates. Um, there's This was kind of a weird weekend, and then it ended with some yeah. pretty big news that we'll dive into uh before that we're going to kind of go through some of the different updates on players and that so yep uh the early games um i mean now it's kind of a nothing nothing major happened and then you know you got to like the the afternoon games and then it, everything just went downhill it from that those 205 kickoffs yeah yeah uh we got daniel jones yeah quarterback yep. of the new york giants yeah, did you see that hit? Yeah, honestly, I I mean, concussions are a tough one. It didn't look super crazy to me. I thought Joe Burrow's hit looked far worse when you thought something was going to happen. But yeah, hey, um, but yeah, so he's concussed. Uh, I feel, I feel like quarterbacks just need to like learn how to slide better. Like yeah. rookies, they yeah. they want to go for that extra. Well, and it's just not there. Especially in the second quarter. Like, I think, you, you know, your team's going to rally behind you. You do that in the fourth quarter trying to win a game with, like, two minutes to go. Yeah. But do it in the second quarter, and it's like, oh, live to play another down, guys. Like, the defense is coming fast. Yeah. And, yeah, no, sliding would be a, yeah, <laughs> smarter. Uh, Kenny Galladay, he hyperextended his knee. Yeah. He was not a... Holiday for Galladay. No, that's for sure. He is oot. He was. That was pretty early in that game. Yeah, I didn't see it. I just know before halftime he was out. Um, I don't know that Kenny Galladay is the guy out that way. Anyways, I think he is slowly falling down the depth chart. Although he had a pretty decent week the previous week. So it's true. Yeah. Um, he tried to come back in the game. Yeah, didn't work. No. Uh, but the big news from that game, Saquon. Oof. Did you see that? I I 
saw it. I have a hard time watching the injuries. So I, mm. I looked away. Uh, but I saw the ankle when he was sitting on the sidelines. And uh, he had a softball next yeah. to his foot, which that wasn't great. I, I just feel like injuries just find him. Yeah. Like, it wasn't anything he did wrong. Or it was just he was minding his own business, running back to the huddle or whatever. And... Yeah just stepped on a guy's foot rolled his ankle so he's out for a few weeks yeah two to four uh joe burrow is fine yeah he was having trouble talking went to the hospital so they think maybe a throat contusion or bruise of some sorts but he should be good to go i think what even is a throat contusion that's what i want to know yeah i I think it's like a bruised just like on your Adam's apple Maybe. or larynx is that what's up there I don't know I'm not a doctor yeah it's your ACL in your throat I don't know it could be anything um, <laughs> I'm not too sure but it seems like he's gonna be okay but he might yeah. just not be talking very much yep uh Claude Edwards Hilaire C-E-H M-C-L yeah. sprayed yeah yeah say that ten times yeah fast. yeah uh that Injury looked maybe worse than it was. Yeah. I've never seen anyone carry Dr. Field like that. Mm. Um, I don't know if you saw it or... Yep. I mean, it's better than the outcome. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah, just a couple of weeks compared to a lot of times when you see it that or them carried off like that, you're like, oh, that's probably ACL. That's a year and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now he's only going to miss a few games. Yep. Oh, speaking of Russell Wilson... He's out for a few weeks with a oh that looked like a nasty finger. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to recreate it with my fingers. Yeah. Um, Why would you want to? It doesn't seem like a fun injury. Yeah. Let me tell you, for those that can't see it, uh, Mikey trying to do it. Well, it, he's just bending his finger. I don't know that this is it per se, but uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson's finger did not look good. So. No. He said he wants to be back by week 10. I'm guessing no. Yeah, yeah. No. Russ ain't cooking for a while. No. Geno Smith. Season. Max Williams. Oof. That's the tight end for cards, right? Yep. 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 House of Cards yeah. is missing a pillar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He gone for a I, season. I don't, I don't know if you saw it I right didn't now, see but... It. Yeah, a guy landed on his leg and his leg just twisted inward. And yeah, he's he's done for a season. Okay. I love explaining these injuries to Paul because he just winces and grimaces and it's fun for yeah, me. I love those ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Curtis Samuel, uh, he's out for... But he tried to come back, but he's still dealing with that groin. I'm pulling the plug on Curtis Samuel this year. I think uh, this isn't the season. I don't think he's coming back. No. He's not going to be fantasy relevant this season, which is a bummer because I, I think he was kind of a sleeper before the season. Yeah. Um, like, but And Heineke's looking pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, a good, a decent fantasy quarterback like yeah. if, you're, if you're desperate on that kind of low end. Yeah, looking for somebody. But yeah, Curtis Samuel, he tried to, tried to just work it out this week. Yeah, 
couldn't quite make it. So he is he's out. Yep. Juju with a boo boo. <laughs> he uh, yeah, he's out for the year. He's done. He had surgery already from with that shoulder. Yeah. So. You know what's a bummer? Like, man, Juju has kind of fallen from grace. Hey, he was everyone's favorite two years ago. Yep. And he started doing TikTok videos and some different things that maybe just rub people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. They thought maybe he was trying to be too flashy. Um, and his play sort of decreased. I think that was a big thing why people maybe aren't super into Juju. But yeah, I still like Juju. It's, a, it's such a bummer. It's a bummer that anybody gets injured. But it's a bummer, like... He's going into a contract, or this is his contract year. Yep. So, like, he was hoping to put up big numbers and flash quite a bit to get that big contract next year. Now I don't know what that's going to look like. And I think it changes Pittsburgh's offense too. Oh yeah. Because I mean, he wasn't he wasn't like the the focal point of their offense. Nope. He made it what it was, and now now they got to change it. Yeah. And I wonder who's going to be the Juju. Of yeah, the offense. Yeah, I I kind of thought he would actually have a pretty decent like year with the contract stuff, but also now that Chase Claypool's turned into like a stud, mm-hmm. and Deontay Johnson's already a stud. Yeah. So you kind of thought, okay, well, th- those two are gonna have to be covered. Juju's gonna like clean up a little bit on that underneath stuff, and it just hasn't happened yet. No, it hasn't. So I'll yeah, I'm with you. I don't know who's gonna kind of step up big. Um, but maybe Claypool all of a sudden turns into like the number one guy yeah. and starts seeing 10, you know, targets a game because Juju is not there. Do you think Claypool could take the leap like Mike Williams type of leap this year? Or is it still too soon? He's still only in his second year. I don't know if he will take it this year. Yeah. And that's not, that's not a knock on his ability. I think it's more... Ben. He also doesn't have Justin Herbert. That's a really yeah. valid. That's a probably actually right? the most valid because like Ben just says check down to Najee for yeah yeah just throws that eight yard pass to Najee Harris for yeah. the Drew Brees effect. Yeah. yeah, I mean he can still bomb it sometimes, yeah, yeah. but he just chooses not to. Or yeah, um, yeah. Fourth and eleven, the Ben Roethlisberger play the. Check down, screen pass to Najee for minus two yards. Okay, we got a couple more here. Uh, Trey Lance. Yep. He might miss a week with a knee sprain. Yep. Tour de Lance is not happening this week. No. Do you think Garoppolo comes back this week? Uh, I would think so. I don't know that whenever Trey is healthy, I think I could see them moving forward with Trey Lance, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, Jimmy G is still the high-paying quarterback and seems like he can get the job done a little bit so yeah. i i would i could see him stepping in no problem uh dallas got it tight end for the eagles so have you heard of this COVID thing uh, no. like it seems to be a pretty bit. big deal i've heard a bit about it but okay. but yeah he's not gonna play this week earth so, season yeah if he's on a waiver wire zach Ertz. yeah um, I mean, he's getting more targets than Goddard yeah. is this year, but I think you and I have always kind of liked Zach Ertz. Hey, I, yeah. doesn't he doesn't like necessarily put up the numbers all the time, but I still kind of like him. Yeah, he so I don't know he's still my he's still my backup tight end. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> the way Noah Fant has been playing, 
He might, he might get he might get a start he here might in the get next a week start, or two. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um the last news, probably the biggest news I would think Definitely. this this week is uh John Gruden, head coach of the Raiders. He is no longer the head coach of the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um there was a New York Times article that came out. Yeah. Um and a Washington Post. I think they both had yeah. separate ones that yeah. were pretty damn. Um, so about a week ago, there was uh, an email that got leaked between him and a guy. Yep. Um, there was some racist connotations in that email. Um, but since then, more emails have come out with mm-hmm. uh, yeah racist remarks, uh, misogynistic, like sexist, um, just a homophobic, whole, homophobic, like. A whole bunch of just horrible things. Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look good for the league, and um, I think this needed to happen. And yeah, he's done in the NFL. I, I'm thinking you're probably right on that. I don't think he's getting another um, job. And I know you had written down in the news and notes here that he resigned, but really he was that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, that that was the official. Yeah, I think he was forced to resign. If he like, wasn't resigning, they were moving on from him. So yeah. I, I I agree. I, I think that was probably the right call. It yeah. wasn't a good look for anybody. You can't have that sort of stuff in the league if you're trying to move forward. No, it's just horrible. And like in a time where that that kind of stuff is more being more like brought up. Yeah. Um, just like with the Blackhawks earlier this summer, the Washington football team last year, yep. the culture and stuff, I just think like that that just can't stand. Yep. Um, and so good on Mark Davis to just say, hey, you're no longer part of our team. Yeah, Mike Davis did that. Yeah. You wonder... Because I, I mentioned to you, I said, did you hear the stuff about Gruden? And we were heading to the Flames game on Friday. Yeah. And things were just starting to come out. So we didn't have all the details yeah. at that point. But I'm kind of surprised Gruden basically, at when all that was happening, said, hey, this looks bad, but I don't have a racist bone in my body. Uh, you know, this is just a bad look and misinterpretation sort of thing. And I think people maybe were considering giving him the benefit of the doubt, uh, moving on and letting the apology be the apology. Yeah. But then all this other stuff came out. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just a one individual situation, Mm -hmm. uh, circumstance where, you know, he was saying, no, 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 this is taken out of context kind of thing. Uh, You know? So, yeah, it's, I think that they could have, uh, maybe taken his word on the first one. Yeah. But all of a sudden, all these other horrible emails came yeah. out, and it just—it honestly, I, I felt like I was kind of lied to. Yeah. On the Friday when he said, "No, no, no, this is you know, here's what I meant by this. I've already reached out to that individual, Maurice Smith. I think he worked for the NFL at the time. Yeah. But yeah, then to just see all this other you know damning info come out that's basically like, dude, you lied to all of us to continue coaching and said, no, no, no. And now all these other emails came out, and yeah. So. That literally, like, the latest one, I think, is, like, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, this chain of emails and whatever, like, it's started, like, 10 years ago yeah. or 11 years ago. 
Rich, uh, Rich Bisaccia, who uh, was the assistant coach for for the Raiders, is now the head coach. Yeah. Um, he's got 30 years of coaching experience. Yeah, it's a black eye in the sport for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm curious because they discovered all this while looking into kind of bad things that were going on with the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. So if this came out about... John Gruden, who had nothing to do with the Washington team, just from emails he was sending to the GM at the time. Mm-hmm. I, I heard uh, Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football talking about it this morning, but like, is this just the start? Yeah. I mean, you know, I we've seen this in in basketball. Who was the owner of the uh, Clippers? Oh, Donald Sterling. Yeah, we saw this a couple yeah. years ago where like, all, you know, I don't want to say like a rich white guys club or anything like that but just we've seen different groups where it looks a bit toxic behind the scenes you know so i hope that we're not we're not dealing with this for the next three months of do you think it's more common than we even know sadly i i do because like with the blackhawk situation like i would say that i would say it happens more often and it's just not talked about or it's covered up and yeah, I think it's probably hard to blow the whistle on some of this stuff, right? Or maybe it's the person who's your boss. Yeah. You know, or maybe you've known them for 15 years and they gave you the start, your start in the business. It's, yeah. uh, these aren't excuses at all. No. You know, so you, nowadays and whenever you should be coming forward. Uh, but I could, I mean, I guess I, I could almost see putting yourself in some of those situations where it's not as cut and dry. As black and white as just yeah come forward um no it's know. gonna be hard it's gotta be difficult like i know i know i keep going back to it but like the blackhawks right where mm-hmm. where sexual assault happened yep right like that would scar you and yeah it's easy to say well just come forward or just do this but like every every everything you think about always kind of it circles back to that, right? And I mean, I still remember every every kind of not every, but like most racist things that was said to me mm. over the years. Um, yeah, it's hard to come forward. I think. Yeah, well, and I think we're starting to see that like these aren't necessarily like isolated incidents yeah. per se. Um, you know, I think in the past you might see, oh, this happened at one place. Mm. And, you know, you, they put the hammer down on that one place, but you're starting to see that it's happening in almost, you know, if you look hard enough and they mm-hmm. start searching and looking into things, they're finding it more and more, which is, it's not great. They got, I mean, it's, I know it's hard to come forward, like we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the NFL is doing a pretty good job, at least, of making sure that this isn't just going to be okay. Yeah. And making sure that something happened because Gruden, I mean, he represents the league, even though, you know, he's on one individual team, it's not a good look for the whole league. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's a good thing that like we, you and I both listened to that podcast on the Blackhawks situation. It was hard to listen to, yeah. but, um, getting ears on this stuff, listening to this stuff, yeah. it helps as, as tough as it is, I'm sure for people to share, it helps, um, I think others come forward. Um, but yeah, that's that's the big news from that this week. One. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Steve, hope... help us with this transition to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how <laughs> how do we transition? Yeah, I'm trying to but that what that is a it's a really tough and big topic. I'm glad we were able to kind of dive yeah. in a little. Yeah. Okay, I think we're moving on to some more fantasy stuff. Just diving yeah. back into that. Thanks for, uh, yeah, coming on this journey with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to players that we think in our must sits and must play this week. Right. Um, this is week. What are we into now? Week Same six. Corner into week six. So buys happen, bye weeks. So yeah. Some teams aren't playing this week. Yeah. We still have London games. Cheerio. Uh, we'll edit that out. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe not. Might make the cut. Um, so we, we still do have London games yeah. this week. Yep. Yeah. We still got London games. Oh. So Still going across the pond, eh? Across the pond at 7... 30 a.m. this uh, Sunday. So, oh, anyways, yeah. Mikey's got a start for this week. Yes. And I'm actually diving in on this start, too, but I'm going to let you say yeah. who and your thoughts on it. Uh, Michael Pittman. Pity. Uh, he's a wide receiver for the Colts of Indiana. Uh, I was kind of out on him for a while. I mean, not really. I guess, like, I wanted, I wanted him in, in the draft. Because I thought he'd be a good sleeper pick. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess with how the Colts have been doing as of late, yeah. one and three before this week, um, I just, I was able to run the whole offense. But, I don't know, he looked really good yesterday, uh, Monday night against the Ravens. Yeah. So, they're playing the Texans who have a god awful defense. I think Michael Pittman's a pretty good one. I was kind of peeking at him last week as like a, when we were talking about the pod, as like a trade candidate, just because he mm-hmm. had so many targets. I think he's averaging 10 targets a game, yeah. which is right up there with like number one wide receivers. So mm-hmm. um, pretty decent from that end. He just wasn't scoring touchdowns yet. No. So his points hadn't skyrocketed. Well, last night he kind of went off. Uh, so I think people, and myself, we all probably missed the boat on trading for Michael Pittman. Uh, but yeah, versus the Texans, uh, they're probably in like the Colts are starting to enter like must win mode. To, yeah. At one and four, like you got to turn this around now, or you know the season and trading for Wentz and doing all the things to kind of set yourself up for a run. Those are going to be for naught. So, I mean, I wouldn't blame the loss on the offense. Last, no, last night. I mean, Lamar Jackson was going off, uh, yeah. but the defense couldn't stop it. And then they even had a chance at winning it at the very end with a kick. And Rodrigo Blankenship, uh, he came up empty. What a name, hey? It's a great name. He's got a great look, too. The glasses and all of it. If you haven't seen him, he kind of looks like like a small version of like a nerdy wild thing from uh, Major League. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of got a weird, weird in a good way. Anyway, so that we're both on that one for a start. So who's your second start? Uh, I'm going second week in a row wow. with Manny Sanders. Yeah. He had a great game. Yeah. I mean, the Bills offense had a fantastic week this week against Casey. Almost anybody on the Bills is a pretty good th- yeah. this season. Yeah. seems to be like, yeah. thank you, Josh um, Allen, for <laughs> giving to everybody. Yeah. And now, now I'm looking, because we had a trade earlier in our league, uh, Mark Ingram and Sanders for DJ or 
Yeah, DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking at the time, like, those are like two this is a deep deal. waiver wire yeah. pickups. And I don't know. I'm starting to change my mind on Emmanuel Sanders. If, if uh, he plays well, yeah, I still think, gosh, give me DJ Moore every day of the week in that deal. But, I mean, at yeah. least Emmanuel Sanders has, I think he's scored the last couple of games. Like, he's at least played up some points. I think he had two touchdowns this yep. last week. I think he's kind of overtaking Cole Beasley yep. as that number two receiver. You want to know what's kind of cool? Emmanuel Sanders, I had heard this during the broadcast of the week, Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley went to the same small school. You saw that too? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's pretty cool. They get to be like college teammates, dreams of the NFL, and now they both made it and they're playing on the same team. Like, yeah, you got cool. a lot of stories like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. Who's uh, your second set? Uh, no, my second start. It's uh, funny. We had to figure out who when I wrote down Tebow. Uh, not him. Not no. the one you're thinking. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that the Lions defense is going to get carved up this weekend by Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati actually wins like relatively big. Um, as much as you kind of are waiting for that Lions first win, I think Cincinnati's offense is going to go off. Um, I don't know which of their wide receivers is going to get shut down. It's either going to be Chase or Higgins. But I think Tyler Boyd is going to be that consistent like second option. So he might sneak in a touchdown, but he's probably going to get you, I don't know, six, seven catches, 80 yards, uh, and have a, you know, 13, 14 point day. So a pretty solid, especially when you're talking about bye weeks. Um, I feel like you could probably be pretty comfortable moving him into the starting lineup. So now, but the Lions only gave up 19 points. I know. And earlier in the season, they only gave up 19 to the, to the Ravens. Yep. So you, Think this is the week that the Lions get carved up. I think the I think the wheels fall off a little bit. Yeah. As much as the Lions are doing like great, they're kind of they're hanging in there, you know. Yeah. Um, they're not doing terrible. I just I don't know. I they're still going to get their wins. Mm-hmm. They're still going to win three or four games. Um, I just don't think it's this week. I think Cincinnati's trending in a pretty good direction. Yeah. Um, they should have probably won this last weekend. Uh, and they just nobody could kick. Oh, um, yeah, that was a wild game. It was a wild game, but I don't know. I I kind of like Cincinnati this yeah. year. I I've enjoyed watching them a little bit. Um, they've got a bit of a running game when Mixon is on the field, uh, and they've got some weapons on offense, and their defense seems to be holding up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I kind of like Cincinnati a little bit this year. I I just think Detroit's. Uh, I'm going to go with the high-low theory. Like, they played well last week. They turned it around at the very end, and everything was going well. And I just think this next week they're going to put up a stinker. The Lions are the first team in NFL history to lose by a field, a game-winning field goal. Probably. I think both games were 19-17 yeah. Yeah. as well. Honestly, if there was one team that was going to do that, yeah. it'd be the Lions, it'd be, right? Yeah, it'd be the Lions. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Uh, I'm not sold on that pick. Yeah. Kind of board, but. I mean, last week, like you said, Minnesota, I said Ty Conklin was going to go off. And I think he went off for two catches. So. Adam Zeland went off for, I think, two catches as well. Yeah, yeah. So I was expecting a 20-point performance. Yeah, I, I get it. But. Me too with Thielen. Um, this is a 
This isn't a bold pick. He's swinging. I think. Um, last week I swung with Najee Harris. Yeah. And that, uh, I hope he didn't listen to me for that one. Uh, That's but what motivated him. Yeah, maybe, maybe he, li- maybe he yeah. heard it. Maybe he heard him. it. You're welcome, Najee yeah. Harris owners. Uh, DK Metcalf is probably the guy okay. for Geno Smith. And that's just because DK is massive yeah. and can catch anything. Because yeah. Tyler Lockett is that deep tight. I don't know that they're going to go deep all the time. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, um, DK can still go deep. But yeah, Lockett yeah. seems to be kind of the deep. And after watching the Thursday game, I just... Walking missed a few like wide open passes and yeah fair I just yeah going against Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's defense is still pretty good yeah um, I don't know if there's a there is like stout as I thought they'd be maybe year. not but I just but, new quarterback coming in I just yeah I get that yeah hey this is ballsy take pick, a shot but I'm I'm I stand by it yeah uh my first sit this week uh Miles Sanders mm. Um, I don't know what to think of Miles Sanders. No, did he? He's the one that created KFC, right? <laughs> Kentucky Miles Sanders. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. he's aged well. Yeah, uh, he looks good for uh, like a hundred and three years old. Yeah, right. Now this last week, Miles Sanders, uh, he got the bulk of the he got the lion's share of. The carries, the touches, uh, 16 to 3 over Kenneth Gladwell. So if you're a Miles Sanders, Gainwell. Gainwell, Gladwell. <laughs> if you're a Miles Sanders owner, 16 to 3, you're like, okay, trending in the right direction. That's going well. Yeah. Uh, he turned those 16 touches into seven fantasy points. Nice. Oh, That's, That's what you want from a running back. I don't one know what two. Gainwell had, but. Uh, I don't know that I could really touch Miles Sanders right now. I would say Gainwell is going to bounce back. Miles Sanders on a short week. I almost said sandwich. <laughs> Miles Sandwich on a short week uh, against Tampa Bay's defense. I don't know that I'm touching that. Um, and then playing from behind, if Miles Sanders was catching the ball five, six times a game, I would say yes, please. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know that that's where they're at. So yeah. you've got uh, Gainwell. I do. This week. Yeah. Confident uh, or just nope. Nope, I'm not. Bye weeks and got to do it. Bye weeks. Um, yeah. My team uh, this week, uh, like Alvin Kamara, is done. He's a, well, he's on bye. Yeah. So, and otherwise, my only other running back is Tyson Williams. Great. Wah, wah, wah. So, Gainwell... He's gonna he's gonna play huge on Thursday. A, you are a game a Gladwell fan. I'm a, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So Miles Sanders is my. Uh, I'm not playing him this week. Right. I know it's probably not all that crazy of one, but who's your I, second sit? My second sit, Robbie Anderson. I'm oh. sick of seeing him put up nothings. Are you so okay? Would you drop him? Nope. Um, I just don't think there's very much out there that's better. Maybe if you're 100% buying in on Kadarius Tony, uh, you might go for it. But I don't know. Robbie Anderson, like, he put up, I think, 13 points, 12 points, something like that in the first week. And then since, he hasn't hit double digits. Yep. I just don't think that you can drop him, but I also don't think you can play him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have somebody else, I don't know, uh, Tim, Patrick, somebody like that, I'd, I'd give them a shot. Yeah. Uh, until Robbie Anderson can actually do it, I'd just be tired of seeing five and six point games. Also, Sam Darnold has kind of slowed down the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I think, what, five picks in the last two weeks? Yeah. You wonder if, like, defensive defenses have adjusted? I don't know. I haven't. Maybe he's just faced better teams. Could be. But could I be don't that. know. Or, I mean, who knows? Like, could it be the CMC effect? I mean, I'm sure there's a little part of you just lost, like, maybe the best running back in the league who's a weapon all over the place. And mm-hmm. Chuba's okay, but he's not CMC. No. So, and it will be interesting if CMC plays what that does for the offense. Do you think he comes back this week? There's talks that he's coming back. All right. Yep. Well, hopefully. Yep. If you have him in your lineup or on your roster. Yeah. Uh, if he's playing, you got to play CMC, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, my second state, anyone on the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Um, again, with everything that's happening with them right now, I just think it's kind of a distraction. Yeah. In the last couple of weeks, it seems like Carr has kind of checked out. Yeah. Um, and Josh Jacobs is just terrible, I think, the last couple of weeks. Um, last year and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He hasn't, he had a great rookie year, great rookie campaign. And then. I had him last year. Yeah. He, he was not bad last year. But yeah, this this week, I'm, I'm just not starting any of them. Fair. Yeah. I just. I think that'll be an interesting game. Like. I could totally see what you're saying happen. I wonder if the script gets flipped, though, and, like, they rally around each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could see one of those, but I could also see a stinker of a game and, like, them putting up, you know, six points at halftime, you know, yeah. end up losing by two touchdowns. Who knows? Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Is that it for us? That is it wow. for our must plays, must sits. Michael Pittman, we're both on. Uh, I'm on Tyler Boyd to start. I'm on Manny Sanders. Manny. Yeah, I think that's it for that. We are on to. This is probably our biggest. The biggest. Yeah, this is of the, the show. Big, This is my favorite segment. This is it. This is where I kick out for an hour. Yeah. Mike, you'll dive into this. Yeah. And I'll see you guys after that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> have fun, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a segment I like to call Mike's Valuable Player. Um, yeah, it's just the person who I think had the best week or had a good week. Um, Mike Williams. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that. Mike picks Mike. Yeah. Um, he had 16 targets yeah. this week, Paul. I like that in your thing, in your little comments here on our notes, you put, he is really creating distance. Now, I don't know if anybody else watched that game, but yeah, he was creating a little bit of distance from the DBs in that game. Hey, yeah. Can anybody cover him? Yeah. Or what? Why? Like, like, how, like it's Mike Williams. Like, I, I, I know that. I know that maybe, I don't know. I just, you got to cover them, right? Like, I feel like as soon as they called Hike, the defense was like, not it. And they all yelled that. And then Mike Williams just was 30 yards open for multiple plays. 
Also, did you see the end of that where they like carried Austin Eckler into yeah. the end zone? Yeah. What'd you think about that? I thought it was smart. Same. Honestly, like, yeah. like that's what I do. Yeah, I thought that was like example number one. That in the Lions game last year. Yeah, he take a knee. He tried not to do yeah. what Todd Gurley did last year. Yeah, like. So he didn't want to score because they could kick a field goal from, like, the one-yard line, which is almost guaranteed. Like as Maybe probably, not this week. Yeah, maybe not this one with <laughs> all the missed kicks, but, like, probably 99% guaranteed. And you can waste all the clock and then kick it and win. Instead, yeah. he tried to stop at about the two-yard line. The defense pretty much carried him into the end zone, which is kind of wild. But, like, now they uh, – who is it? The Chargers scored. Yep. And now the other team gets a chance with the ball with like a minute to go. Yeah. So it's pretty smart by the defense. Yeah. So taking the offensive people, unless you're like an Austin Eckler owner, and then you're probably celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, my valuable player this week has been Mike Williams. He has 16 targets, which is nuts. Okay. Um, I mean, especially with the Cleveland defense has been pretty pretty good, pretty solid this year. I feel like each week before this, we're like Cleveland's defense is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So eight receptions, hundred and sixty five yards, and two touchdowns. <clears throat> before this week, I would say that maybe Keenan Allen and him were one A one B. I think he's now just a sole number one. Yeah, receiver. Okay. I'm still in that 1A, 1B, but I could see, I mean, Mike Williams is making a case for it, for sure. I would know because I have Keenan Allen. So. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah. So. No, you're, so. you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, I mean, I would. Okay. And follow-up question on Mike's valuable player. Yeah. Do you only pick Mike's to be in Mike's valuable player? Uh, no, because last week I chose Josh Allen. But his middle name is... It's not Mike? I don't I mean, think so. Who knows? Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe his first name is Mike, and he just goes by Mike Josh Allen. So he just goes by Josh Allen. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Um, maybe next week will be Mike Davis. Could you imagine? Probably. A week. So probably, some of the crazy man. stuff that he's doing right? over at London could yeah. middle the Mike's valuable player. Yeah. Or Mike Pittman. That could be it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put in a petition to call it the Mikey Likey Award. (laughs) Okay. We'll see. They'll table that. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that was our favorite segment of the day called uh, Mike's Valuable Player. Mike's Valuable Player brought to you by Sprite. Uh, Was that? No. No. (laughs) Worth a shot. Well, we're not sponsored yet. I thought that might be a thing, but... uh, Anyway, Steve, uh, knock it off. Uh, I recorded yeah. that for nothing. Wow. Steve, you got to smarten up. Yeah. Um, moving on to buy or sell trade targets. Yeah. We got some on the list. I feel like we were talking about this before the pod. I feel like there's so many out there. You could like throw a dart against a board and yeah. just like pick a name. Right? Yeah. Okay, this guy went off this week. Mm-hmm. He had a pretty good week. For the Miami Dolphins. Is Miles Gaskin somebody to target? Like, no. No. Okay. No. Because, I, I mean, everyone had him on their bench yep. this week. And I don't think 
that's a week that's one good week out of five yep. is enough to change that maybe maybe they're like yeah i want to start miles gas can all the time <laughs> just just fill yeah. fill up that yeah. gas can every single week yeah. but i just i don't know miami's offense yeah i mean it's gonna look different when tua comes back yeah for sure but i just i'm not starting him yeah that's fair i think there's a it's a tough thing you're trying to kind of guess on some of these like you and i both have this issue in our league uh where our second running back is kind of a crapshoot um you know, you have Damian Harris, and I, I think oh. he's actually another one that's in this mix. Yep. Um, and I have Mike Davis, and you just don't know what you're getting. Yeah. So you're trying to maybe guess, you know, would Miles Gaskin be a guy that's going to break out and, and be better than your current guy? I don't know that it, I'm there yet either. I no. think he only got five carries throughout the game. That didn't instill confidence in me. He did get two touchdowns on rece- receptions. So that's encouraging but I'm not there yet with Miles Gaskin. I mean he got five rush or five attempts rushing yep. but that was against a run defense. Yep. And I just I don't think ten ten receptions is a like a feasible thing. Yeah, he's not gonna continue that, right? Yeah. yeah I, I can agree with you there. So I'm not buying on Miles Gaskin. Okay. Another one that's on your team. Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. Now, take yourself out of, like, you already own him. So you're in another league. Maybe, you, maybe you've got Miles Gaskin on your team. Are you, if you had a chance, are you thinking, are you considering buying on Damian Harris, or is that just too risky? Like, if, if I had Miles Gaskin, for sure. Yeah. I think, like, I just think that Damian Harris has a little more upside yeah. than Miles Gaskin. And um, even this week, he still had, like, 10 points. Yep. He would have had more if he didn't fumble the ball. Yeah. Yeah, because he had a rib injury. Something like a little that. chest, but okay. it, it wasn't uh, your bench for rest because he fumbled. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the case at yeah, all. I mean, you never know with yeah. Belichick, though. Yeah. You let that ball hit the ground, and who knows what's coming. You might yeah. see me in it running back after that. Yeah. Oof. Oh, that wouldn't be great. No. I'd pick I'd pick myself up though. Are you too tall to be a running back? You think? I'm probably honestly, I'm probably too fast. Too like athletic, I think, if I was gonna say too of strength. What are your weaknesses? I'm just I'm too too fast. Too fast, too athletic. Yeah. Uh, obviously I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Uh I think that's fair with Damian Harris. I think that's probably too, like if you miss out on some of these guys on the waiver wire because there are some pretty decent ones that are going to hit over the next few weeks mm-hmm. for bye weeks. But Damian Harris, if he hits, you could have him the rest of the year, right? I think he's still better than any player on the on the waiver wire. Oh yeah, I I'd um, agree with you there. And so like, he's a long term fix kind of, whereas yeah. the other guys are definitely be three or four yeah. weeks. Hey, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe you might not get much for him if you traded him right now. But I think he could still be a solid, if you need, like, that running back, too. I think he could be that for you. Yep. What about Dawson Knox? Dawson Knox. Now, if you have him, are you selling him? I was going to say, I think, yeah, we should take that angle of it. Um, I'm guessing if you have Dawson Knox, he's probably your 
second tight end, right? Like, you didn't go into the season with Dawson Knox, unless you're just really struggling at tight end. You probably picked him up because you needed somebody. I don't know. Logan Thomas went down or Kittle went down. And you got in on the Dawson Knox before everybody else did. Or maybe you're just with the rest of us whose tight ends are have been underperforming. Ugh. And yeah. so, like, is he still your tight end, too? If you have, like, a no offense. No, I think he's your tight end one now, yeah. hey? Like, I think you got to ride that hot hand. Yeah. I don't know um, if I'm trading Dawson Knox. No. You know, if I own him, unless I'm getting a pretty decent deal, um, you know, maybe I can get a wide receiver, too. Maybe, but I mean, Josh Allen seems to be looking for him. Yeah. And like Josh Allen is having an MVP type season yep. so far, I would, I think. Yep. Um, maybe, yeah. Yeah, um, I'd agree with you. And if you, if you're an MVP candidate, a quarterback is looking for you, that trend doesn't yep. seem to be ending anytime soon. Yep. So I, yeah, I wouldn't sell him. Well, the Bills are scoring, I mean, it seems like 40 points a game. So if you're getting that many scores and, you know, okay, you guys want to stop the run with Zach Moss and, like, you want to stop Josh Allen because he's a threat to just run it in himself. Also, the number one receiver in the league, maybe. Um, And even the guy that you said is a sleeper, Emmanuel Sanders. Like, all of these guys are now you're trying to stop. Well, who's who's the guy that's going to maybe be not thought about as much? It might be this guy, right? So mm-hmm. it might be Dawson Knox. And he is taking advantage of these situations. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably hanging on to Dawson Knox right yeah. now. Just because I don't know that there's that many better tight ends out there. And why throw away something that you just kind of stole mm-hmm. for nothing? Unless you're going to get a good wide receiver. But I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. When you and I were chatting, there's not very many good tight ends playing right now. No. Outside of maybe Kelsey, who you kind of know what you're going to get. Is Waller still up there? I, I mean, yeah, I think Waller's a lock is still up there. He's mm-hmm. not doing what he did the first week, though. No, that's true. But Kittle's not really doing it. He's well, injured. now he's on injured reserve. Yeah. Hawkinson, so, uh, no. Two more weeks of yep. that. So, um, yeah. No, I'm probably sticking with Dawson Knox. Okay. Uh, Robert Wood, he, had, he was kind of forced to spread the ball yeah. last week. Yep. Um, if you have him, are you trying to trade him? Oh, he had a really good week. Um, you're probably pretty encouraged if you have him. Um, I mean, I could see trading him right now because his value is pretty high. And each week, I feel like it's kind of like the DK Tyler Lockett thing mm-hmm. where Lockett does great some weeks and then the other week he has six points and you're yeah. like, what happened? So, I mean, if you could turn Robert Woods into something consistent uh now might be the time i mean rot or whoever owns stafford if they don't own cup maybe they like the idea of that connection that that stack right there so mm-hmm. i can see jane or trading him i i think i'd be hanging on to robert woods mm. i don't think it's now's the time to trade him but unless you're going to get something pretty decent that's fair yeah because yeah. yeah they did seem to like force feed him the ball last yep. week i think it what 14 14 catchers or something yep. or okay here's one i'm gonna ask you about i'm gonna set up a little scenario and i'm gonna tell you if you're making the deal now you need a wide receiver yep in your league um yep. you think your team's looking pretty good uh right now aj brown 
Okay. Um, your team's looking all right. Uh, you might have a little bit extra at running back. Are you trading David Montgomery, who's injured and probably out the next three weeks, for A.J. Brown? No. No. <laughs> I will keep that boy on injured as Keep there. him on IR for now? Yeah. Okay. Because even though he's going to miss, or he might not come back till week eight or nine. Yeah. He's much better Play than A.J. Him. Brown. And A.J. hasn't been good this year. I don't think the whole offense has been... Tannehill hasn't looked good. The only thing that has looked good is Derrick Henry. The D-train, yeah. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. I don't know what to think on A.J. Brown, because if you're willing to take the risk, you might be able to get him for something much lower than his preseason value. But are you willing to take that risk, you know? If you had told me last year that the Titans would be better with Corey Davis and AJ Brown. <laughs> yeah. Then Julio and AJ Brown. Yeah. I would have told you then just take a hike. I mean, Julio's been out yeah. for a couple of, couple of games, but like their offense just looks the passing game stale. is not working. Yeah. No. I think before the season, like if I was gonna try to have like a sexy sleeper pick mm-hmm. uh like for MVP it would have been Tannehill. Uh, I mean, I, I was thinking Stafford's going to win it. That's a bit of a homer with mm-hmm. us being Lions fans. I, that was who I was kind of rooting for. But, yeah. like, I thought if you wanted something not kind of that mainstream, maybe Ryan Tannehill. He's got weapons. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, you asked me before the season started who I thought was going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I said Titans. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, like that's cemented. That's like. Yeah. That's in there now. I kind of want to renege that, but I won't. I won't. This part's going to get edited out Yeah, yeah when I listen. But, like, that's how that's the expectation that yeah, was on them. that was the bar. Right? And, like, you don't trade for Julio yep. and not have that <clears throat> expectation, right? Yeah. Well, in A.J. Brown, like, there was talks of him being the number one receiver heading into the season. Yeah. So to think about, like... Okay, before the season, would you trade the number one receiver for David Montgomery? Like, it'd be a no-brainer. Yeah. Whereas now, it's like, would you trade, yeah, that. And David Montgomery's got an injury for the next three weeks. Would you take that deal? I don't know. Uh, part of me wants to think, if you can get in on A.J. Brown right now, maybe you do. You take a risk. Uh, because it could pay off big time. But also, you might be taking somebody and lose on that deal. You know, it's high risk, high reward sort of, right? Yeah. But that high risk is still there. And you might seem pretty silly if you, you know, I don't know, you give up on Saquon or somebody like that to get A.J. Brown, who's healthy, but hasn't looked it. Anyways, I think those are the ones. I know we've got a couple other names on here, um, but I'll let you kind of comment if there's anybody else that you're thinking about for now. No, I was just going to add in like, at least this week, the Titans have the Bills. Their defense shot Pat Mahomes down yeah. this week, and so if you if you're asking Ryan Tannehill to do what Patrick Mahomes couldn't yeah. do, that's a tall order. Yeah, and I mean, I would think if you're Tennessee this week, uh, are you going to be throwing the ball a ton? No, your ideal is to run yeah. the ball, to run the clock a little bit, and to keep Josh Allen off the field. Yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, they might get some looks, but, I mean, if it's a shootout, 
and Tennessee has to be throwing the ball all game, it's probably not going to go well for Tennessee. Yeah. And you, know? you have Derrick Henry, so why wouldn't you run the ball? Yeah. A ton. Which is what they I do. Th- yeah. Like, I think last week he got, what, 26, 27 carries or something? Yeah. And, I mean, that's been his average. So. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our final segments, beers and bets. Yeah. Uh, no beers this week. Coffees and bets. But we do have Starbucks. We got the box. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks. Um... So, we were going to do a punishment this week, but... Swimming pun- with alligators, I think, yeah. is what we settled yeah. on. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, there's something to do with alligators or, yeah, like, yeah. piranhas. The, the or... one-chip challenge? What was yeah. that thing? I would die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just, like, opt out? Yeah, yeah. And I'll opt out of this season. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, so we were going to do that, cha- or that punishment, but... We're, we're tied. Yeah. Paul and I ended up tying. With incredible records. Uh, almost. Uh, yeah, four and five. Almost at 500. Yeah. Uh, I guess we couldn't be at 500 with four yeah. and five. But. No, I, uh, I I can't remember who I picked last week, but uh, uh, two of the three lost. Yeah. The Bills saved my ass <laughs> so hard yeah. this week. Uh, so yeah, we're we're uh, we're tied. So we're gonna keep it going for another week. Another week, um, at, at least. Well, at, we'll, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've decided too. Like in the past, I've just been picking losers. I'm gonna yeah. stop doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm sick of it. So I'm just gonna pick winners from here on out. Um, also, do we need to do a punishment? We probably don't need to do a punishment. Yeah, we we can. can just keep it going too. Yeah. Like this could go all year. I mean, we're we're having fun with it. No, I'm kidding. We're doing a punishment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so we have three games each. Yep. Um, same games. We're just on different same ends games. Of them. Yep. The games we went with were Vikings and Panthers. Probably a top fifteen game this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Ravens and Chargers. That sounds like a pretty good one. And Browns and Cardinals. Yeah. Um. So my picks: uh, the Panthers and Vikings. The Panthers are. One point favorites. Yeah, one point favorites. I'm going with the Vikings. Nice. Who are you going with? I'm going to go the opposite of that. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I'm hoping CMC is back. You know, a couple weeks ago, I was big on the Vikings, and they haven't played great the last two games. You know, I didn't think of that when I chose the Vikings, that CMC could be back. Kind of forgot about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's uh, he plays for the Panthers, yeah, at number twenty-two. And, yeah, uh, you'll notice him if he's playing. Uh, if if you're hearing this, Christian, <laughs> um, maybe just take another week. Rest that hammy, like, man. Yeah, hammies are hammies are awful injuries, and yeah. you you don't want to rush back too soon. Nope. So I would just take that. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking Vikings. You're on Panthers. I got the Panthers. Uh, Ravens, Chargers. Yep. Um, Ravens are two and a half point favorites. Yep. Uh, I got the Chargers in this one. Though. Love it. I- I'm following you on that one. We're both oh, picking the Chargers. Boy. Uh, Justin Herbert. Um, I mean, Kirby. He's, he's done like everything you'd want him to do. Like he's pretty electric. Uh, and that game's almost like a can't miss game. Like I want to watch that one already. Do you? Do you think even maybe the Chargers knew that he would 
being this elite? I don't think so. Um, and I mean, if everyone knew he'd be this elite, I wonder if the Lions would have drafted him last year. Instead, everybody missed on him, didn't they? I think, like, did Miami Miami miss on him as well? And they yeah, took Tua? Tua. Ooh. Oh. So everyone kind Sorry, of missed Miami on him. Sorry, Miami fans. If, um, if you yeah. like Tua, if you could affect Justin Herbert. Don't you feel why didn't you? stupid? Yeah. Um, TikTok. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Our last game. Uh, Browns and Cardinals. We're on the opposite end of this one, too. Yeah. Uh, Browns are two and a half point favorites. Okay. I'm um, going Cardinals. I think MVP Kyler is going to come out. Yep. Rondale Moore going to have a solid game. AJ Green. Against his old rival, yeah. the Browns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um. Uh, I'm I'm going the other end of that. I'm going with the Browns. Uh, I think they're at home. Uh, it's a big game for them to kind of get up for. It feels like the Browns in some of these big get up games, they do quite well. Like they yeah. they took the Chiefs kind of down to it. They found a way to lose at the end, but like um, I'm I'm just. At the Browns at home in a big game like this, I also feel like the Cardinals at some point are going to have a letdown game. I'm Might just, not be yet. But. I'm just hoping the Browns carry James Conner in for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, like just just give him a just like carry him in for two. Carry him in. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I'm hoping for. Nice. Um. Okay, I know you said that the Bengals are and they just kill the Lions yep. this week. Um, but to finish off the episode, yep. do the Lions get their first win? No. No. It might be a moral victory day for the Lions. Like, mm. maybe they're winning at halftime. I, you know? Maybe. Maybe something like that. What about you? Do you think they got a shot? They're at home. I do. I'm going to say they like get it. their first win. I like it. Because did, did you see Dan Campbell? After last game, a little emotional. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? Did you think I it was love it? Or did you love it? No, I, I loved, loved it too. I loved it. Yeah, I think it's a there's a stark contrast between Matt Patricia and Dan oh, yeah. Campbell. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. I love the passion that I love the passion that Dan Campbell has yeah. for team, and you you can tell he really wants to win. Yeah, just for the guys, like he wants them to get it. Yeah. So I think this week could be that week. I hope that kind of rubs off on the players, too. Like, I hope they don't think that it's hokey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe some could think that seeing it. I'm sure fans could think that. Or jaded Lions fans could think, yeah. just win games, bro. But, like, I don't know. I hope players see how much he, like, cares about his players. And that sort of motivates them. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they win. Do you, uh, even though they're 0-5, yeah. Do you see a difference between this year's Lions and last year's? <sighs> I don't know about, like, a, I don't know. It's so hard. Last year they had Matthew Stafford covering up yeah. so much. Yeah. You always at least felt like you had a shot. Yeah. You know, whereas this year I'm just, I think I'm just kind of thinking, lose the games, get the draft picks, see what happens. I, I wonder how Matt Stafford would have done here with Dan Campbell. Yeah. Because to me, it seems like the Lions are playing with a bit more heart mm. this year. And, like, they're losing. 
but yeah. not by much. Yeah. Like, they're still in games, yeah. I think. And so, I don't know. As, as a Lions fan, I, I just I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. It Sometimes it hurts a little. Like, I heard rumblings that Stafford kind of said, like, hey, I'll stay if you guys want me to. And they just kind of finally said, like, no, you go. It's it's time, right? Yeah. And it a little bit is, but it's also like, man, he was willing to stick around for one more one more run. Yeah. And party and wishes he would have, but it was probably time to move on. Yeah. Still miss him. I miss him. Yeah. Me too. So, but I hope they win this week. Yeah. Um, and I hope we get some encouraging signs. And I should probably invest more time into it, but there's just so much good football out there. It's really hard to dive into the Lions. Well, I mean, we we didn't have many real expectations of them no. this year. Like, so it's hard to watch someone who you kind of know isn't going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And, I mean, even though they're our team, it's still hard to watch, I yeah. would think, right? Also, if you are watching Red Zone, where it shows all the games... Uh, Mikey, you might be able. You don't see any lions throughout the entire day, and then what do they show you at the end? You just see on repeat the sixty-six yard field goals and the fifty-yard losing field goals, and that's like I feel like that's all they show on red zone of the lions. Yeah, that's or, all the rest of the country gets to see. Or the or the snapped off the side of the yeah. of Jared Goff, or that's you it. know a fumble by yeah. DeAndre or something. Yeah. But, Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I hope they win this week. Um, oh, in the next, what do we got? Two weeks. In the next two weeks, are we going to do best fantasy fantasy names that are Halloween edition? Yes. yes. <laughs> the spooky edition. Oh, the best fantasy football yeah. team names. I think that could be fun. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for us. We're done. Um, have see a good week. week. Yeah. Have a good week and we'll see you later. Bye.